Welcome to the Uptown Parlay Podcast Recap Show. We got Ace, Malik, and Anthony. Someone here. Yes, Anthony is here with us in voice only. No video for him today. Yeah, but I got a cool picture up. He looks just mm. like me. Yeah, it looks like you in 1999. <laughs> um, Malik, I know you said you had a lot to say, so I will yield well, the floor it, to you. It, yeah, I'm just here to put a keen popcorn. <laughs> I mean, it's not so much that I got a lot to say. Is that you know we're gonna we're talk we're recapping the. I do have a lot to say, but we're recapping the uh, you know the weekend that was in the NFL, and. Um, you know, I figured we'll go over our <clears throat> our records, how we did this weekend. You know, in terms of in terms of our our, our picks from last week, mm-hmm. and then just kind of dig in on the games, digging on every single each and every game, and then we do our shout outs at the end. And I have I have a very special shout out. Malik saw Darnell Olarski. Yes, he too played quarterback in high school. Was pretty good at it. Um. All right. So, Anthony, do you know what your record was this week? Yeah, for some reason, thanks to the Titans, you know, messing up, it's, it's two and two right now. And mm. the Bills, you know, Bills choking that one. So, choking. two and two. It should have it been four and oh, but, you know, those two teams kind of messed up there. When have the Bills not choked? That's what I want to know. Yeah, I should have known, but the Bills choked in the 90s. They choked throughout their the whole lives of, you know, my experience of seeing them. And they basically choked um, yesterday, yeah. That is the longest 13 seconds of their lives. That's all I got to say. All right. I want to start with my man, Joe Nofold Burrow, okay? They got to start calling him the Birdman because he never folds. This guy got sacked nine times. Nine times. Okay? Somehow, his team won that game. Nine times. They held Derrick Henry to 62 yards on 20 carries. I can't name one player on their defense. Their starting starting defensive end, who who was their sack leader all season, was hurt. And yet somehow the Bengals were like, Mm-mm, we fit to win this. As a franchise that has existed since the 1960s, they have never won a road playoff game, ever. Ever. Even the Jets have done that. Even the Browns have done that. And they said, we're going to do something we've never done before. We're going to go to Tennessee. We're going to go into the number one seed in the playoffs home. And we're going to win a game. Game-winning field goal. I don't even know who the kicker is. And they did it. They did it. I forgot the kicker's name myself, but I know that I wanted the Jets to draft him. He's a rookie. Of course, you always want the Jets to draft. Yes, he, he's a dude from Florida from last year. He was kicking it like he was a sensation last year. I forgot that dude's mm. name already. I think his name is Martin Anderson Jr. No, he's not. But he he basically played like it. Uh, what I do know is that he gave you all the business. Um, I went two and two last week. I got all my Sunday games correct. I got all my Saturday games wrong. Uh, Malik, I believe, managed to go three and one. Yep. Only missed the Titans. He was the only person who did not pick the Titans. He picked the Rams along with me because he knew. And he also picked um, 
Is it Green Bay? Because I picked KC. I picked KC. KC. Green, 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 Green Bay was the one that, 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 that killed me this weekend. And I'm sure it killed a lot of people this week. So you took the Bengals, though. I did take the Bengals. I took the Bengals to cover. He's the only one who took the Bengals to cover. That's right. I'm the only one who took um, 49ers to win. Yeah, because I thought that they were so bad. And this is a team that hook by crook somehow won by scoring no offensive touchdowns. Um, I don't see how that's possible. Everybody keeps talking about total team talent. That means absolutely zero. Because if that was the case, then... um, that's why I picked them. Total team talent. If that was the case, then the San Francisco 49ers should have beaten the Baltimore Ravens in 2012 for the Super Bowl. You know? That's not how this works. Well, it actually is. I mean, total team talent and along with the game, a, a, a good game plan. Then, then, the Rams, I mean, the, the, then the Rams should have beaten the Pats in 2003. Again, it's a good game plan. You have to have a good game plan. You have to, and you have to execute. I mean, the reality is the, the the Tennessee Titans in that game against Cincinnati, they didn't execute their offense in a way that anyone in a, in a in a you know in a fashion that actually you know got them that them to score some points. I mean, their offensive game plan in that game was just horrible to me. Was just horrible. Bro, Tannehill had three interceptions. Was I mean the interceptions, the, the mistakes in the interceptions is is you know um, well, it literally cost them the game. No, no, no. Last I mean, but that's no, no, no. I'm saying that's one thing, but in the the way that they ran their offense was so basic. It was so vanilla. It was so like you know with the the level of talent that they had on that offense um, with Derrick Henry returning. You know, with Julio Jones being healthy, AJ Brown being healthy, um, you know, um, Deontay Foreman being a receiving back out of the backfield, Tannehill's and his ability to run run the foot run with the football. Like, there's no reason that the offense can't ski couldn't scheme up something, some variety within the offense rather than just the run run pass. I mean, they went they went with the the Giants old old faithful um, run run pass. Uh, situation in you know for for offensive you know run on first down run on second down pass on third down and then when they did pass you know they tried to use the play action Derrick Henry wasn't having a great game which I didn't expect him to have a great game first game back after nine weeks away you know it's in you know first game getting hit after nine weeks away from football so don't I didn't expect him middle, to have a great game don't forget the middle on the foot right I mean foot. You know, you expect a guy to, you know, after that that amount of time off and just getting his first, you know, his first, you know, real NFL action, you expect him to start off slowly. And I expected Tennessee to start off slowly. I did not expect him to to, to jump out to a big lead. That's why I picked Cincinnati to win to cover the spread. Because I figured Tennessee wins, it's gonna win by a field goal or something like that late in the game. So none of that I was surprising. Tennessee. None of that was surprising to me. What was surprising to me was that they didn't they didn't put um Tannehill on the run. They didn't they didn't let him go out. They didn't go outside of the pocket with him. They didn't do anything that resembled, you know, uh, uh, in, uh inventive, you know, innovative offensive game plan against a Cincinnati team that couldn't rush the passer and that couldn't they, they, they couldn't they couldn't do much to to stop them. They were AJ the better Brown team. Had 130 yards receiving. Yeah. He did. I mean, and what? Julio uh, Jones had 90. Right. 
So they were able to move the ball up and down the field, but they couldn't score. They couldn't score touchdowns. You know why? Because Ryan Tannehill is who we thought he is. Trash. I'm not gonna, I mean, I'm not gonna put it all on one guy. I'm never gonna do that. Let's, well, well, you know what? Let's put it on him and the offensive line. I'm gonna put it on that? the game plan. They could have they, they could have blocked, blocked better. I'm gonna they say have, it was a have poorest two, game plan. They have a they have three first, they have three first round draft picks on the offensive line, including Taylor Lewan, who's their yeah. star left tackle who didn't do so hot. Yeah. So just saying. I'm gonna I'm gonna put the onus for that game at least on, on, and they on sacked the, game the other team the nine times. Exactly. And they still lost. So I don't know. Turnover turnovers in the name of the game. You lost the game because of turnovers, but you lost that game because you couldn't muster up enough offense to keep the Bengals from being keeping it close. And then in the end, Joe Burrow does what Joe Burrow what Joe Burrow is capable of doing. He's capable of driving a team down the field and getting the getting the game winning score. If you let him, if you give him that opportunity, don't be surprised. It's just sitting home today and not preparing also, for the AFC Championship game. Oh, and don't be surprised if the Titans actually draft a quarterback this year, similar to maybe the second round. There's no quarterback available that's better than the one that's on their team. If he sits for a year, maybe. He could sit for four years. There's no quarterback in this draft that is better than Ryan Tannehill skill-wise. But he might trade for one. Maybe they want Russell uh, Westbrook, Russell maybe Wilson. They maybe they trade for Jimmy Garoppolo. He might be a bit an inch Sorry? upgrade. My trade for Garoppolo. He's an inch upgrade over Tannehill. Any Jimmy Garoppolo, who threw for uh, 130 yards. Well, you mean you mean that Jimmy Garoppolo? Yep. You think Jimmy Garoppolo, who who threw an interception with his eyes closed in the Super Bowl? You mean that Jimmy Garoppolo? You mean that Jimmy guy? Garoppolo is playing next week, right? Yeah, not because of him. That Doesn't matter. He's still there. It kind of does. It kind of does matter. He does. He's, he's gonna have to go out of that field and face that defense. He's there while King Henry's sitting on his throne at home. Wow. Listen, no one here on this podcast believes that Jimmy Garoppolo is a better player at his position than Derrick Henry is at his. Correct? No, I'm saying Jimmy Garoppolo is better than Tannehill, and that's it. I don't know. He played in one Super Bowl already. I don't think he's going to play in a second one. That's kind of one one more experience than Tannehill have, is ever going to see. Wow. Well, a lot of Tannehill hate in this room, but that is what it is. Um, next up, we will move on to the Saturday night game, which also ended with a field goal win, which was San Francisco at Green Bay. Um, I'm not going to sit here as a Bears fan and pretend that I wasn't happy to see Aaron Rodgers lose, or really more more importantly, the Packers lose. And, uh, you know, I'm kind of glad they didn't vote on the NFL MVP yet. And maybe they'll give it to Jonathan Taylor, as is rightly deserved. Um, maybe you think I'm being a hater, but, uh, you know, the two quarterbacks that they were considering giving it to are both gone. So, you know, I'm just saying. And the running maybe back you want to really deserve it. made it in, in the first place. So what's your point? I, I know. So maybe they didn't never really got- deserve it. And maybe the running back didn't deserve it either because he didn't get he didn't actually get into the dance. So guess what? It didn't matter. That's not, that's not really his matter. fault. He played great all season. You know who might get it? Patrick who? Mahomes. Honestly. Well, the wouldn't be mad at it. The MVP is not a postseason award, so it doesn't matter. Votes already in. So it is what it is. Um well, I demand a recount. 
Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> you didn't buy yourself on that one, Ace. The reality, and I'm, oh, yeah. I'm glad. And Jamar Chase is playing like Jerry Rutz. It is unbelievable what that dude is doing on the football field. I haven't seen anybody do that since like early to mid 90s Jerry Rice. He's just open whenever he wants to be open. It is insane. Dead. So with respect to this game, um, Packers and Niners, um, obviously, you know, I've had my I've had my things to say about Aaron Rodgers, but that's mainly because I'm a Lions fan. He's been a Packer. He's been destroying my life for the last, you know, 17 he's a great years. Player. I, he's a fantastic he player. Play better. I really thought he, he was going to play better this he's game. A, he, he's a fantastic player. But the thing that I'm most happy about uh-huh. is if you guys saw Ryan Clark, uh, my guy, now he's now my guy. I didn't, I, I've always liked Ryan Clark, but now he's my guy. Okay. He got on, he got on the, he got on TV today and he spoke candidly about something that I think people need to people need to be paying attention to. And what's that? That is that Aaron Rodgers chokes in playoff games. He chokes. He choked away another opportunity to win the championship. Look, say what you want about, you know, about, you know, the quarterback that we're going to talk about in the next game. Say what you will about him. If you gave that quarterback Three consecutive teams with 13 wins, three consecutive division division championships, a number one seed in the playoffs last year, the number one seed in the playoffs this year. I'm willing to bet you he's taking one of those teams to further than Aaron Rodgers has taken this team, has taken his, his team. And every time Aaron Rodgers loses a game, every time Aaron Rodgers loses in the playoffs, Everybody else is given is given an excuse. The excuse, the, the the blame for it is always thrown onto somebody else. No, it's the same thing with Tom Brady. It's the same thing with all these all these savior quarterbacks that people want to love, that people want to want to want to you know throw praises on all the time and talk about how bad they are, how he's a bad man and he's this and that and third. Well, guess what? Aaron Rodgers messed up. Aaron Rodgers lost that game because Aaron Rodgers is and you're at home in your element. In Green Bay, Wisconsin, with your fans, your mm-hmm. team, you're supposed to win that football game. You're supposed to win that game outright, running away against the number six, I believe. This is the number six team that is in correct. the playoffs. Yes. You are the number one seed. You, They are the number six seed. You were at home. You had an extra week off. Mm-hmm. So they didn't, You didn't have to play last week. They had to play last week. You had two weeks to get ready for this game. You're healthier. By all, by all, you know, by all, you know, um, measures, you're healthier just mm-hmm. by the fact that you didn't have to play last week. You're at home. You're the best team. You're, you're, the, you're supposedly the best team in the NFC. We've been talking about you all year. Mm-hmm. And I, so I said during week one, when they lost to New Orleans, when he threw, what, three interceptions in that game or two or three interceptions in that game. Mm-hmm. I, said, mm-hmm. I said they were a fraud organization then and they're a fraud organization now. And 13 and three means nothing, clearly. Clearly, 13 and 3 means nothing. They have won 13 games for three straight years and have nothing to show for it. Not a Super wow. Bowl victory, not a Super Bowl appearance. They've been in two NFC championship, championship games and now they're one and done. And Guess three what? Three straight division titles. Three straight division titles, three straight 13 win seasons, nothing to show for it. They're like the Atlanta Braves of the uh, NFL. Yes. And Aaron Rodgers continues to get a pass after pass after pass. For, 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 you know, not being good enough. And guess what? You're great in the regular season. 
and you're not good enough in the playoffs. And for all of the all of the flack that Peyton Manning got over the course of his career for not being good enough in the play in, in the postseason, for not showing up again in, in those games, guess who he lost to? He lost to Tom freaking Brady. Not That's just who he Tom lost Brady. To. He lost, but but he lost to Tom Brady. He lost to guys like Tom Brady. He got to guys like Ben Roethlisberger. And you, Aaron Rodgers, and Philip Rivers. Aaron Rodgers, you just lost to Jimmy G. You just lost to Jimmy Garoppolo. <laughs> Let that sink in, buddy. Let that really sink in for you. You lost to Tom Brady last year, too. That mm. makes sense. But you lost to Jimmy G. And not only did you lose to Jimmy G this time, you mm. lost to Jimmy G the other time, too. Because Aaron Rodgers is 0-4 against the San Francisco 49ers in playoff play. So and guess the what? The other two times he lost, that was to Kaepernick, right? I'm, I'm not losing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he lost to Kaepernick. He lost to Kaepernick. And he had like a buck 80 on him. He had a buck 80 on the Packers and just ran all over the field. So needless to say, I am very, very happy to say, to, I'm very, very happy that someone pointed it out because I wasn't the only person that was, I was thinking it, but nobody wants to listen to me. Ryan Clark got on the, on the TV today and spoke <laughs> candidly and spoke honestly and spoke realistically about Aaron Rodgers, the fraud that he is. He is a regular season quarterback. He has one wow. Super Bowl championship under, under his belt and quarterbacks that are supposedly this great and this phenomenal and this awesome and this amazing I mean... should have more than one Super Bowl championship. Goodbye, good riddance. Leave Green Bay. Go somewhere else. Maybe you can go win. Go, go play. Go, you know what? Go back up Tom Brady and go win a Super Bowl with him. <laughs> he won a Super Bowl, man. Yeah, 12 and, years ago. And 11 years ago. He, he beat my team on the way to doing it. 11 years ago. But what have is, you done for me lately? What have you done for me lately? Nothing. I mean, go the Antonio Brown route. If you're a Packers fan, you're kind of ready. Like, you know what? Maybe he does need to go because. He's eating up a ton of their salary cap and real talk, like paying him to keep getting back to the, they lost two NFC title games in a row and paying him to keep getting back to the playoffs and losing. is not really effective. It's kind of like, it's kind of like having, it'd be like if uh, it's like having James Harden as your point guard, you're going to be in the playoffs, but you ain't going to get past the second round. Like that's it. Second round and done. That's the difference. Everybody, but no, but no, nobody says nobody says James Harden is the best the, the best thing since sliced bread. Nobody nobody's throwing roses at his feet. Bro, everybody talks about like James Harden. Pe- people don't people don't even like how he plays. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers gets yeah. Aaron Rodgers gets to be the the media darling when he does weird shit. Nobody people the bad he does man. Weird shit when when he does weird shit, everybody just laughs and thinks thinks it's thinks it's so cool. That he gets that he gets to you know come to work and flip flops and 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 show up late and do all of the shit that he does. That's because he's from California. No, that's because he's Aaron Rodgers. They <laughs> give him all this. They give him all this credit because he's Aaron freaking Rodgers. And they say, oh, he's great and he's phenomenal and just let him do what he does. And I said it too. As great as as great as he's been, I said if you do want to play you know left tackle in week week eighteen, you let him play it because he's the only thing that you've ever had, Green Bay. He's the most important thing. He's the most important thing wow. to your world, Green Bay. Since, wow. since you lost Brett Favre, that's it. It's just him and Brett Favre. So now, but guess what? He doesn't win. He's done. He's done. All right. He's done. And you, you have anything else you'd like to add? Really does absolve the uh, Packers fans' boots. Um. Well, at least he's vaccinated. <laughs> yeah, right. Anyway. <laughs> that ain't got nothing to do with nothing. But I did find it interesting, now that you mentioned that, that the NFL basically said that they're no longer going to be testing players in the playoffs. Meaning, it's called money. 
there's no way anyone's going to miss the Super Bowl in the NFC title game, which is is basically all television. It's called that Pepsi dropped a couple of trillion dollars behind the scenes, and we need to make we need to make that halftime show happen. No, I hear you on that. So all the performers is vaccinated, just none of not all the players. That's why uh, Cole Measles there <laughs> caught one pass, and they tried to knock him out of the game, even though they didn't want to touch him. They yeah, hit him get right your in the gut. out of here. Moving on to the Rams and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who I was the only one who picked the Rams. I'd like to mention that. No, you weren't. We all picked the Rams. No, Anthony did not pick the Rams. Yes, I did pick the Rams. We all picked the Rams. Look at the board. We We all picked the Rams. I picked the Rams. You you, you didn't pick Tampa? No, I did not pick Tampa. Stop stop your line, A's. Look at the board. We all picked the Rams. Wow. 2020 hindsight. But that's okay. you, you know, you can play you can play last week's on tape and you can hear me say <laughs> I picked the Rams. Yeah, go back and listen. Um, I was very impressed by how the defense played. Von Miller was in that guy's lap the whole time. I was surprised at how well Leonard Fournette played after being out for the past five games. I gotta be honest. He's a much better running back than I ever thought he was. And um, you know, they still lost because Matt Stafford finally came through. He didn't throw a late pick. He did his thing. Odell Beckham Jr. did his thing. Cooper Cup lit them up. Their secondary just could not cover them. Um, I hope the Cleveland Browns fans are salty, as they should be, because they let go of the wrong player. They needed a new quarterback, not a new wide receiver. That's probably the best offensive player you guys have had since, like, hmm. I don't know, Josh Gordon, Kevin Mack. How far back we going here? I don't know. But it is what it is. Um, the L.A. Rams are going to have a home Super Bowl, just like Tampa did last year when they played in Tampa. And I think they're going to win it. So I'm calling it now. Rams Chiefs. I think I said that last week or maybe even in the wild card weekend. No, I don't remember know. saying that, but. I did say the Rams were going to the Super Bowl. So I don't remember you saying that. I thought you no. said the Bears is going to the Super Bowl. Some Go back and listen to the tape. No, I said the Bears were going to win eight games, and they fell two games short. You know, even well, though eight and nine season wasn't really great, but it is what it is. Well, and to all those like, Giants fans out there that want to gloat about having a high draft pick, just let you know you've had a high draft pick the past five years in a row, and look what you've done with it. So enjoy that. But this yeah. is about the playoff teams. Yeah. I was about to say that, that you get really salty with the Giants all of a sudden, you know, and they Daniel Jones problem. Oh, yeah. Well, he's their problem. Go ahead, Ant. I know. I just like to give a shout out to Odell. You know, I'm leaking my shout outs a little bit early. Shout out to Odell. He got his little 700. He got his 750K, something that Antonio Brown couldn't get. You know, shout outs to him. And I think Malik said this a little bit earlier. Um, I think a couple of weeks ago when Tampa kind of lost, well, almost lost to the Jets, that, you know, basically, Tampa's only real weapon is really Antonio Brown. <laughs> and they basically, as soon as he was gone, it's basically over. I'm just going to – but I'm just going to end it right there, and I'm really glad that I picked the Rams, and I'm really glad that Tom, Tom Brady is gone. Maybe he might actually retire because he's actually thinking about it. He doesn't say, he didn't say nothing about I'm playing past to this date or whatever like that. He's actually thinking about it, so that means he might be gone forever. Well, his you know, original – 
his original goal is to play until he's 45, right? He's 45, so can I get the fuck out? And next season would be when he's 45 because he's currently 44 years old. Yeah, so get the fuck out. He's he turns done. 45. He turns 45, I think, at the before the start of the season. Actually, he turns 45 in August. In August. So yes, I think he's need, 45 before the start of the season. I don't, don't think need he's. I don't think he's going to go. Get the fuck out. I don't think he's going to go out like this. I think he's going to do what most good quarterbacks have done and go on his uh, victory tour. He's not going to pull a far and just or not even a far. He's not going to pull a um, Ben Rosenberger. Tim Duncan. No, Ben Roethlisberger <laughs> kind of let people know, like, you know what, this is it for me. He's not going to pull a Tim, Dun- Tim Duncan and just be like quietly retire in the middle of the summer and not tell anybody. He's going to want to go on his uh, victory tour, kind of like Peyton, when they knew it was his last season, or John Elway, and he's going to try to go out a winner and see what happens. I hope see he light if, if, if he tries that shit, I hope he light his ass up and he gets clear <laughs> sent to the to the IR for the rest of the year. Don't even make the playoffs. Fuck him. Get the fuck out. Wow. Moving on. You anyway, sound like a salty Jets fan, but okay. Go ahead, Malik. Fuck him. Let him go. Go ahead, Malik. 45 already. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Should have been gone five years ago. Parental, you know, advisor, parental advisory explicit lyrics, baby. This is this is awesome. <laughs> um, I'm gonna save my 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 rant, my table talk for the shout out set, the shout out portion of today's show. But what I will say is that this was, I was very, very happy to see how this game played out. It was exciting. Um, they, yeah, the Rams almost gave this game away. They, you know, almost literally almost fumbled this game away. Um, Your makers is a liability. Play Sony Michelle. From the bad snap, um, you know, in, middle, in midway through the third quarter to the Cam Akers fumble to just other, you know, defensive miscues that that they didn't you know that they they just kind of let up it felt like they were ahead and and maybe they just underestimated you know um what Tampa Bay was capable of doing and what you know particularly Tom Brady was capable of doing and bringing them back so you know it was a good game um I, I was hoping that it would be an easier victory for the team but um you know I expected I expected nothing more, nothing 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 less than uh, you know Tampa to do their thing and try to try to you know make it a game and come back and they almost did and they almost won the game outright so you know I give them credit for that I know Anthony hates on Tom Brady and hates on Gronk and you know all of those things and and I and I get it I get it you know Tom you know I still believe that Tom some somewhere somehow somebody in Tom's bloodline I've been watching a lot of paranormal activity recently. And um, watching the whole run of paranormal activity, and that's all about you know how you know witches and you know sold sold some stuff to some demons for some you know for some prosperity. And I think somewhere down the, down the Brady bloodline, that happened, and it's just it's just coming to fruition. And Tom Brady is you know just just reaping the benefits of this, and I get it. Somebody wrote a hex or some kind of there's a spell out there that that, that granted Tom Brady everlasting life. And and you know and, and great play and great skill and great victories. I get it, okay. But now he's done. He's done. So he should walk away. Just go home. We don't need you to come back. We don't. We don't need you back here. The NFL is good without you. Tom, um, Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen and these young quarterbacks out here. They're doing their thing. The NFL has moved past you. This is kind of like when, not for nothing. It's kind of like when Jordan, when Jordan, you know, when Jordan was leaving. When he was leaving, he was on the Wizards. 
And, you know, he was reluctant to go because I don't know why. Maybe he believed that the league, the league still needed him. But Tom Brady, we just showed you, we don't, the league don't need you. You can leave. It's okay. You can walk away. So please go ahead and, and feel free to do that. Go talk to your wife, talk to your kids and go live, go, go live, go live a nice, relaxing life with your seven championships. And then we'll forget about you in 20 years. Well, you know, the, the vast, the, the young population out there will forget about you in 20 years. We'll always remember these moments. Um, congratulations on, on all of your, on all of your victories and everything. But uh, yeah, it's not, uh, it's not going to happen for you, buddy. It's over. Now get the fuck out. <laughs> I'd like to say that um, I think he's starting to feel his age. Cause if you watch that game, there were a couple of throws that were broken up to Gronk that he just couldn't get a lot on. And he was trying, he was trying to get that ball in there quick and it was not going quick at all. Oh, I just like to it was, it was, it was not moving quick at all. And also it, I realized by watching that game that it really was the Lions that were holding Matt Stafford back this entire time. It, it really like, was. Go ahead. I just like to add Tom Brady knew that he was going the moment Tom Brady knew he was going to retire is when he started bleeding. What? Yes, when he got knocked, when he when he got knocked in the mouth and he started bleeding. That's when he knew it was time to hang the fuck up. Mm-hmm. Or it just might be karma for the top rule. Who knows? Anywho, we'll see what happens. Fuck Tom Brady. All right. The resident Jets fan has spoken. Um, next up, we have the fourth and final game. This is the lowest combined score to decide the divisional round in the history of the NFL. The previous record was 18 points this week. All four games were decided by a total of 15 points, 15 points. This was the best weekend of football games in the playoffs that I've ever seen. And I've been watching playoff football since 1989. And this is the best I've ever seen, ever, ever, in those 33 years. Malik, I'm going to let you go first. So this game was, this game was, was fantastic. You know, um, I, the truth be told, I was coming off of a bit of a high from the, uh, the, the previous game, the Rams-Bucks game. And so I checked into this game late. I checked into this game midway through the second quarter. Um, and from the moment I checked into this game, like it was, it was, you know, a lot of people, you know, harp on the fact that the defense wasn't very good, you know, from either, from either side throughout the, the, the vast majority of the game. But sometimes, man, you just, you just got to chalk it up to some great offenses. We saw some great, phenomenal offensive performances from some phenomenal, from phenomenal athletes, phenomenal players on both sides of the field. And the defenses, you know, scheme it up as best you can. Sometimes you just don't have it. Like sometimes you just do not have the defense to stay up with that with an offense when it's clicking like that on both sides of the field. And you just got the feeling, you know, while you were watching that game, that whoever had the ball last, whoever got that ball and that last the last opportunity to, to score was going to win this game. What I will say is, you know, the thing that's probably the most glaring is everybody's going to talk about it. It's 13 seconds. You, you, you're, you've scored your touchdown. You're up three points with 13 seconds left in the game. You don't squib the, you don't make a squib kick. You kick the ball straight back into the end zone. You don't, you know, you give them all the time that they need to make two plays because they had all their timeouts. 
So they, they ran two plays. They ran two passes, called their timeouts, and got themselves in field goal range to kick, you know, a 48-yard or 50-yard field goal to tie this game against you. It was incredible to see, but I know that, like, Buffalo Bill fans must be absolutely in pain right now because that's the – to me, that is the equivalent. I don't know if you guys remember. Well, you guys have probably remember this. Mm-hmm. To me, that 13-second, you know, watching those two plays happen, to me, that's the equivalent of the Reggie Miller Knicks uh, situation where Reggie, where, where the Knicks were up and, and Reggie Miller scored like eight points in six seconds with the Choke. two three-pointers. Like, that's that's literally yeah. the equivalent of that. You, you know, yeah. um, it, was, it, was, it was incredible. It was incredible to watch. And, and when you watch the plays, the way the plays broke down, you know, they just gave them, they gave them the middle of the field. They gave up the entire middle of the field so that, you know, Kansas City could just throw the ball straight down the middle of the field, mm-hmm. which made no sense because they had timeouts. It's not like were, Kansas City was out of the time, was, was out of timeouts. Because they were playing cover three. So they had two safeties yeah. high and they had everybody out on man on their guys. Right. And nobody over the middle with a zero blitz. So I was like, oh, when I'm zero, I'm sorry. They they didn't have any linebackers dropping back in the zone coverage in the middle of the field. I'm sitting no. there thinking, well, why? Why would you not do that? And then the first play, it was all prevent. And I was like, oh, he's going to throw this down the middle of the field for like 20 yards. And that's exactly what he did. Yeah. It was it was phenomenal to see that. And then, and then you just knew. And the other thing is like once they got the coin toss at the end of the, you know, the beginning of overtime, you just knew that Patrick mm-hmm. Mahomes was going to take this team down the field and score a touchdown. They, they, there was no – that was not shocking. Once they kicked that field goal, I said, this game is the Chiefs. They're going to win this game. It's over. It's over. And, and Josh Allen never got back on the field, never got a chance to do anything, and, and Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs made sure of that. That's, that's what was phenomenal to me. Now everybody's talking about wanting to change. What do you guys think about this, this idea of people, people now want to change the uh, overtime rules? That is the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. They want to give them another chance because they just want to enjoy some more good football. They're like, can we go to the college pool? No, that's ridiculous. I tweeted this out on our um, at Uptown Parlay podcast, at Uptown Parlay pod on Twitter. I said, if it was up to people like you, this is the reason why we have nine Fast and Furious movies. You weren't happy with just three. You kept winning more and more and more and more. Y'all are greedy. This was one of the greatest football games you've ever seen. And you wanted to go on longer because why? Because the defenses were getting better? No. Mahomes should have been able to tie up that game. They had 13 seconds. They had 13 seconds to get three points, and they did it. That is miraculous. They had less time than the Cowboys had. And yet, somehow, they got 45 yards kicked a 47 or 48 yard field goal to tie it up. And their kicker has to feel like gold right now because he misses that kick. They're booing him for the rest of his life. But no, it should end. You scored a touchdown. I like the fact that they change it from just scoring a field goal ends the game because that's kind of cheap. But if somebody gives up a TD and the way they gave up a TD, I'm sorry, he threw a 27 yard touchdown pass. It's not like he ran it in from the three. Like he threw four passes in overtime and won the game. It didn't even seem that tough. Mm-hmm. He, just went out, he just went out and did it. 
You know, that Andy and that Andy Reid quote is just so cold blooded. When the game is grim, be the grim reaper. And I was like, damn. That's my that's my that's my dude right there. I knew when, I liked him for a reason. When it's when it's grim, be the grim reaper. I was like, done. I was like, yes, that's my that's my shit right there. But mm-hmm. but but just like just piggybacking off what you said, Ace. Um win the damn game. How about that, Bills? Win the fucking game. You actually had the game in hand. You let them come back and win this game. They took the game from you. They said, nah, nah, fuck that shit. This is my shit. I'm taking it back. You have another year to, to maybe figure it out. They win those clothes. Bills might lose it. They end up losing their coaches and all this other stuff like that. They win those, it might be closed. But anyway, win the damn game. We ain't changing no damn rules. Win the fucking game. Or you're going to see a coin toss and then your, your quarterback's going to sit there and cry. But this is a, a team game. This is not a quarterback game. So, you know, it's offense, defense, and special teams. You guys couldn't win the game there? Your defense had a chance to stop them? They didn't do the job in the overtime. Game over. You know why they were shook? You know why they were shook to squib kick it or to kick it short? Because Tyreek Kill was back there. And they were like, we have not given that dude the ball. With 13 seconds for him to run it back on us because one of our guys was to tackle him is the kicker and he barely saved it last time and he will damn sure take this one to the house and they got three timeouts. They, 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 they had flashbacks of Devin Hester in the Super Bowl with a flash with the lights flashing and stuff like that. He was running in for the touchdown. That's what Ser- happened. Seriously. And the Bills are really unlucky because the last time that they lost in the um AFC. Was it, was it an AFC championship game the year before? Was it, it was last was, year. It was last year. Last year. When, mm-hmm. um, it was the same Chiefs. When Mahomes did it to him again. Yep. And it was it was there was in the same poses as last year. It was all crying and shit like that on the sidelines. Yeah. So this is basically the best part about this is we have the two best, all the best quarterbacks are in the AFC. We have Mahomes, we have Josh Allen, we have Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow. We have uh, Herbert, who should have been in the playoffs this year. That's why the Raiders lost, because they Lamar should have Jackson. taken that knee. They got Lamar Jackson. The NFC needs to step up, because it's Justin Fields, it's Dakota, it's Kyler Murray, Taylor Heineke, and I don't know who else is going to get drafted and end up playing over there. They're going to have to figure it out, because the NFC ain't in right now when it comes to QBs. The AFC, like, Mahomes is ice cold. The fact that he was able to make some of these throws, he's running, he's more accurate, it's impressive. And that and the plays that when Tyreek Hill caught that pass and ran it in, I think I texted to the group chat, that's the game. And y'all were like, what are you, crazy? And then the Bills came back and went up, and then they came back and went up. Then the Bills came back and went up, and then they came back and tied it. And I was like, that's the game. That's the game. I told you, this, this game is over. Kansas City's not losing this. And that was even without the Honey Badger, who had to go out in the first quarter. And that's and the best thing about it is that they actually had a chance to take advantage of that shit. But anyway, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah. No, you're right. You have the number one defense in the league. It's a team game. The defense can't, defense can't stop them. Not once. This game was – the over-under for this game was 50 and a half. I think it hit like 70-something points. Mm-hmm. It was insane. It's one of the highest scoring games I think I've seen since the 2009 – Wild card game between Arizona and Green Bay when it was Kurt Warner and Aaron Rodgers throwing touchdowns over and over and over again the whole game. There were like 12 touchdowns scored in that game. It was like 56, 54. 
or 48, something insane like that. This was one of the best games I've ever seen in my life. And no, there doesn't need to be a change in overtime rules. It was ridiculous. It was up to y'all. They'd still be making Police Academy movies over <laughs> over and over and over again. You'd be on Police Academy like 15. This is, no, stop it. Police Talk Academy 20, teaming up with Fast and Furious in space or some shit. Exactly. I'm talking about, I'm talking about player safety, but we want to keep them going in the playoffs. So clearly you don't care about the AFC title game. You got to stop it. Those offensive linemen got to go back out there too, you know. They, they got to keep hitting each other every single play. And the fact that his line stepped up and was healthy, if they're healthy through the AFC, it's I don't see how the Chiefs are losing, but I can't wait to see Chiefs Rams. Well, Chiefs going to the Super Bowl because because why? Because when it's the when it's grim, be the grim reaper. Done. Seriously. And Mahomes is averaging nine yards a carry in the playoffs. That is insane. He's averaging nine yards a carry in the two playoff games he's had to play. Talking about he can't run out of the pocket. It's wild. Go ahead. Go ahead, Malik. I mean, no, it's 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 <clears throat> It's uh, it was a wild overall, man. It was just a wild weekend, crazy games, bunch of crazy games, and this one was the craziest. You know, um, it was the coup de grace for the entire weekend. Um, I'm glad that I'm glad that it ended up the way that, that everything ended up the way that it did. I didn't get much sleep <laughs> because of because of all the insanity of all these games, but I'm glad that I was able to experience and 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 see all of it, see all of it go down. One, you know, <clears throat> and you know, in the end. I mean, we have hopefully we have more opportunities to look forward to these games. You know, Buffalo is obviously going to come back, try to be just as strong as they were this year. Maybe this time try to actually get that one seed and and so that they're hosting so that they don't have to go to Kansas City again um, and, and play in Kansas City. So that the next time they have to play against the Chiefs, they'll be playing them in their own, you know, in their own stadium. Um, and, you know, have the decided advantage with, you know, what, what's going on with, you know, with, with the Bills Mafia behind them. So, you mm-hmm. know, that's the most important thing. You know, the Bills came here about as strong as you could possibly come in. They had the best defense, they had the number one defense in the NFL, number one ranked defense in the NFL. Yeah. They had a quarterback playing MVP level, um, you know, playing MVP level at the position. They had receivers and running backs and, you know, they had talent up and down that roster. If, if there was any time for them to win, it was going to be this time. And they just didn't, you know, they just couldn't pull it out. And now, you know, they're going to shake up, shake things up a little bit. Their, their head, their OC is probably going to become the new head coach of the giants. Let their DC might want to go in somewhere else as well. So we'll see what happens, you know, that going into next year, but I can't imagine that this is this this definitely has to hurt Bills fans and Bills players alike. So yeah. um Google Reggie Miller quite choke making a choke um sign. That's what happens to the Bills. No, no, keep it even more current. Give it out to um Kendrick Perkins getting hurt in the playoffs and the Lakers winning a title in 09. That's well, what this I more mean- feels like. I wouldn't We're call this a choke. Close. I wouldn't call this a choke job for the Bills because it's not like it's not like the, the Chiefs did something that they weren't expected to do. They, the no one expected go, them to so, score a field goal with 13 seconds, Malik, and well, like Malik, 55 that, yards that, to go. The Bills that was gave up the game. Thing. The Bills the did the, up that game. The, 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 Bills, the Bills did mess up that game. They did, but I think that they they definitely. And again, I, like I said, I, I compared it to that choke job with with, with Reggie Miller. 
you know, when when with with Reggie Miller in the next. You know, this, this is how well think... Gabriel Davis played. He had 549 receiving yards all season. He's had 241 yeah. receiving yards in the playoffs. Right. In two well, no, games. In two games. It was he, he's it was amazing. And he had four touchdowns, which is which I believe yeah. is the most the most in, ever. in a single playoff game ever in the street NFL. Well, no, what I'm saying is without having seen the exact seen the, seen the actual game, if you knew these two teams and you just looked at the box score and you saw end score 42-36, you wouldn't think you'd think it was a great game, but you would not think that the Bills choked it away. No. Right. You just look if not having seen the game and not having seen that 13 second situation, you wouldn't have, you wouldn't think that the Bills choked it away. This is John Elway, like the drive almost kind of stuff. Right. Yeah. Right. It's one of those things where it's like it just it's it's just it was fantastic. It was phenomenal. And it shit just happened, dude. It was, you know, you know, sometimes in the NFL shit just happens. And sometimes sometimes you're on the winning side and sometimes you're on the losing side. And the Bills, unfortunately, find themselves on the losing side pretty frequently when stuff like this goes down, because I I actually would I would I would ask a Bills fan. You know, we we have some Bills fans. I know a couple of couple of Bills fans, but Mm -hmm. I'd ask some Bills fan in particular, whether it's this one or the Music City Miracle, which one was worst? Which one is the worst? I I would say I would say the Music City Miracle because. They they've gone back and looked at it like that was a penalty. That was a forward pass. They should have won that game. That was a forward pass. That was straight up a forward pass. At least in this one, you just lost the game. Well, I, I would I would just say it's and you were on the road. They were like they were at home in that game. They were at home, weren't they? Weren't no, they no, that was in, that was in Tennessee. That was in Tennessee. That was in Tennessee. Yeah, with Steve yeah, they lost in Tennessee. You know, but it's just in the moment. In the moment, I, I just I just would would ask a Bills fan which one is worse. Um, it's, it's, it sucks to get this close and not and, and not be able to pull it out. Mahomes is earning every bit of his $400 million contract. And I think he's going to hit all the bonuses and make the 500 bill. I don't know what he's got to do to get there, but, like, they might as well just damn near give him, like, you know, one-fifth of the team ownership. Um, we can get into our shout-outs. And go ahead. Um, I'd like to first give a shout out to the kicker of Cincinnati, um, Evan McPherson. He basically called it. He was like, he literally walked up and was like, I guess we're going to the championship. He called game before he kicked it. <laughs> that shit was that shit was badass. That's a, that's a G shit right there. Shout out to him on that one. I, I already gave my shout outs to Odell earlier with his 750, but shout outs to Antonio Brown, you know, calling his next team saying that, you know, he wants to play with Lamar Jackson. He's acting like he's one of these movie stars out there trying to call their own roles and stuff like that. Literally think that he can actually just get into another thing, another team right there. Yeah, that's not going to happen. But anyway, shout outs to him for thinking that, you know, good for him. My last shout out Hmm. is to all the Bills fans out there and Bills Mafia. See this, see this warm over here watching it for the playoffs. The only difference is that we, us Jet fans, we might just might suck right now, but we got a better draft pick than you. And we're so at the same point of view of watching this next Super Bowl here with you on the, on the same couch. You know, you know, it, it was very painful. You know, here's a tissue. Shout out to you. Let's watch the Super Bowl. I'm done. All right. And with that, I'm going to let Malik close out the show and I'm going to do my shout outs right now. Shout out to Jamar Chase. Shout out to Joe Burrow for getting knocked down and getting back up 10 times. Um, that is amazing to me that you got just beat up the entire game and somehow 
you get your team in a position to win. You just, this dude just wins. He's not more athletic than anybody else. He's not faster than anybody else, but he just wins. He just, he just gets it done. He has a lot of talent around him to get it done, but he gets it done. Um, also, shout out to San Francisco for winning a game without an offensive TD. That is impressive. It's difficult to do. And y'all did it in spite of your quarterback. Almost. Actually, definitely in spite of your quarterback. You still got to the NFC title game. You're going to lose to the Rams, but you got there. Shout out to Von Miller, Aaron Donald, Leonard Floyd for doing what y'all are supposed to do with second Tom Brady once each. Malik, go ahead. So my first shout out is to May Man Dominican Sue. And Dominican Sue, you won you won a Super Bowl last year, and that was incredible. And I'm happy for you, brother. Um, you left you left the Lions when you were we 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 were on our way to to try to get to something special, and you walked away because you wanted the money from Miami. You left them, didn't do didn't perform well in Miami, and then you went ring chasing. You went to the Rams, and you went to the Bucks. And you win your championship with the Bucks, and that's all well and good. But yesterday, during the game against against the Rams, Matthew Stafford gave you what you needed the most in a, in, a, in an opportunity for you to get a nice sack against him. He got rid of the ball. He fell down. You fell on top of him, and he kicked your ass. He kicked you the way you kicked and hurt and bruised. People, all the people over the course of your career. And what did you do? You got up, you threatened to kill him, you threatened to beat his ass, and then you got hit with the unsportsmanlike conduct penalty. Because you know what? That's what you, you getting up and bitching and complaining about somebody putting it, about somebody kicking you. Oh my God, you big ass baby. Are you freaking kidding me that that's the thing that you do? You deserve to be kicked a lot harder by a lot more people. And the fact that Matthew Stafford gave you one, I'm happy for that. Now, but shout out to you because you got your Super Bowl, you chased the money, and you chased the ring, and you got what you needed to get. So shout out to you for doing that in yourself. Now, April 25th, 2009, Anthony remembers this well. I was standing online at Radio City Music Hall, waiting for my opportunity to go to the NFL draft and watch the Detroit Lions select the number one overall pick who was going to be Mr. John Matthew Stafford. I was there, I was wearing my Detroit Lions 0-16 t-shirt. I was being serenaded by people who felt bad for me for standing there wearing my 0-16 Detroit Lions t-shirt. And they told me that things were going to be better, man. And you know what? Matt Stafford made things better. For 12 years, he did his, he, he played his heart out. He gave his, he gave his blood, he gave his sweat, he gave his tears to this organization. And he did exactly what he was supposed to do. And what I said over and over to anybody that would listen was if you give him a team, if you surround this man with a team, he'll be just as good as any quarterback that gets those opportunities. And every quarterback that gets those chances with the team around him, with the coach that believes in him, with a squad, 
they get the chance to go. And this is why I said when I tell people that NFL football is the most is the ultimate team sport. You can have the best arm, you can have the most incredible numbers, you can have all the statistics in the world. But if you don't have a squad around you, you're not gonna make it. Well, guess what? Matthew Stafford is now one step away from going to the Super Bowl. And because he's there, we're all there. That kid, that guy that got drafted at number one overall, that got drafted and got told year over year, time over time, that he wasn't in the top 10 quarterbacks. He didn't have all of the skill set. He was going to throw away the game. He was going to give it, he was going to give it up. And, and even this year, even this season, people talked about how the team around him was so good and he was throwing away the games. He was throwing interceptions and pick sixes and all of this stuff and how he was going to choke it away and all this stuff was going to happen. And look at him now. Look at where he is. He's where he needs to be. Tom Brady has been jettisoned. The demon has been exercised. That's over with. Kyler Murray, you're too small. You're too young. Get out of here. You don't need to be here either. Arizona Cardinals, you're done. San Francisco 49ers, you got Jimmy G, pretty boy Jimmy G. He's going to get out of here next week. And guess who's going to do it? Yeah, Matt Stafford is not a, not a good looking man. He never was a good looking man. He kind of looks like Cupid. And I get it. He kind of looks like Cupid. That's perfectly fine. He's not a good looking man, but he's a football player. He's a baller. And ever since he's been in this league, ever since day one, I say, get him a team, get him a squad, and he'll take them to the promised land and was getting ready to happen. Squad up, fellas. LA Rams, get my man to the Super Bowl. Keep doing what you're doing. My man's going to build it. In. He's going to take y'all to the promised land. And if there's one person that's going to be rooting for him, it's going to be me right here with my Matt Stafford jersey on. I'm going to be rocking it out. Because I remember that day in 2009 when I said, just get that man a team. He's going to win football games and he's going to take it to the next level. Matt Stafford's almost there. Enjoy it because you're seeing greatness right now. Enjoy it, people. Have a good time and enjoy the game. It's going to be a great game. It's going to be a great game. I, 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 really, I really believe that. It's going to be a good game. San Francisco's a good team. They're not going to win this time. It's done. Jimmy All G, right. pretty boy Jimmy G, you're, you're over. You're over. Pretty boy Tom Brady, you're done. Kyler uh-huh. Murray, you ain't Kyler Murray, you ain't that pretty. You, 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 you look, you know, you need to do something with your hair. But you know, you're done too. Everybody, you're done. Stafford is here and he's taking it over. He's only 32, 33 years old. This is this is gonna be a run. He's going for a run, and I'm waiting for it, and I'm here for it. And I'm waiting, I'm waiting for everybody's apologies. I'm waiting for all the apologies. <laughs> Everybody. You can come on to the apology. There's, there's, there's an apology waiting. You can come here. You can apologize to me for all of the shit that you talked about, my dude, for all of these years. Come on and be ready for it. Ready for the apology. I'm ready to hear it. And I will gladly accept it. I'm done. Is Ant playing eight miles? Thank you, what, what are you doing? What are you doing? <laughs> Thank you, Anthony. Yes, I had to look that in there. Oh, my God. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Stafford's going eight mile run. Well, there were a lot of Lions fans cheering them on, so shout out to y'all. Um, that's it for us. This is the longest recap show I think we've done. If anybody else has anything to say, we are out of here. Listen to TuneIn, Podcast Addict, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Podbean, where we are originally hosted. Go ahead. That's it. Aaron Rodgers, you're done. Aaron <laughs> Rodgers is leaving. Leave Green Bay. Get out of here. I will say he's not really built for the cold, and that's cold weather uh, stadium. I don't get why they're trying to 
have a great passer. They need to draft more running backs. A.J. Dillon going out affected them. You know, like, and their offensive line did not hold up. It is what it is. Uh, Dares in 2023, we out. Fuck out of here, Tom Brady.